0: In the beginning, there was no sound, only the void. And God said, let there be sound.
1: Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you. And
0: the voice of man rang out, and voiceover was born. And God said, it is good. Talkin' Voiceovers with Rick Sellers and Wes McCraw. The big podcast where we talk all things voiceover. And now, Rick Sellers and Wes McGraw. Welcome to Talking Voiceovers, episode number three of season two. On today's episode of Talking Voiceovers, we're going to do something a little bit different. Rick's going to do a retrospective on Don Messick, the Donald Earl Messick, one of the great voice actors from the golden age of animation. And if you don't know that name, you're definitely going to know the voice. Enjoy. Thanks for joining us today on Talkin' Voiceovers. We're going to learn about a personal voice acting hero of mine. I have many, but today is his day. Donald Earl Messick, better known to fans as Don Messick, a voice actor's voice actor. Don could do narrators as easily as he could do character voices, animal sound effects, aliens, robots, and monsters. Oh my! The real deal voice talent. A master of the golden age of Saturday morning character voice acting. We'll discuss Don's career at Hanna-Barbera, his early life, and his death. Thank you and I hope you enjoy. We're back with a gentleman who you may not recognize when you see his face, but you sure
1: will know one of his many voices, and that is Don Messick. You work for Hanna-Barbera, who does how many different cartoons? Oh, it's in the hundreds. I've been working for them since they started their own company 25 years ago. And you do Scooby-Doo? Yeah, I'm Scooby-Doo. Well, I do Boo-Boo and the Ranger on the Yogi Bear show. And And we... we still do specials every now and then, a Christmas special usually every year.
0: I first became aware of Don's talents as a kid, watching an old cartoon titled *Rough and Ready*, Produced by Hanna-Barbera, it ran on NBC television from 1957 to 1960, and followed the wild adventures of a slick cat named Ruff, voiced by Don Messick, and a brave but slightly dim dog named Reddy, voiced by Dawes Butler. This show featured two brilliant voice actors of the golden era of animation. Dawes Butler and Don Messick, who were lifelong friends. The adventures generally involved crazy villains, monsters and robots and aliens, and everything a little boy sci-fi geek like me ate for breakfast. Don Messick voiced the cat, Ruff, and Professor Gizmo, and narrated the show. I watched it in reruns Saturday mornings with a giant bowl of Quisp or Quake cereal. With stars in my eyes and dreams of spaceships and men from Mars. On a side note, Dawes Butler voiced the character of Quisp on the TV commercials for that cereal.
1: Get set, get ready. Here comes rough and ready. That's when they're and ready. Hi, hey, Ra. What's a UFO? Not a UFO, you goofo. That's UFO, unidentified flying object. Oh, any dope would know that.
0: I love the sound of the characters' voices on Rough and Ready, and in particular, Don Messick as the narrator. That was my first intro to the man. For the next years of my young life, I'd hear him doing all kinds of voices for various Hanna Barbera cartoon series. I didn't know his name yet, or how animation and character voice actors worked, but I knew this was my jam. And Don Messick became a mentor I'd never meet. A friend I'd never know. Despite that, he was a huge influence on my voice acting career. I felt a special kinship to him, as my voice is similar in pitch and tone to his. I learned to imitate him, even as a kid although I wouldn't be able to do it properly until I was an adult. Most of the
1: things that I do aren't too easily copied by others. Uh, Most of the actors in this business who do cartoon voices are or have been impersonators as well. So many of the characters have been based on an identifiable voice that's already established in the public mind. But that's not my bag. I'm not knocking it, but I just didn't go that route. And so all of my voices are fairly original, I think. Like, oh, Scooby-Dooby-Doo. And, uh... Yeah, and Scrappy, his little nephew. Uh, with one exception. There was a series called The Drack Pack a couple of seasons back. And, and I was told, uh, one of the henchmen to the villain, and of course, that's a very familiar type of voice. The old mm-hmm. Peter Laurie thing. Laurie, yeah.
0: sure. In 1961, Don Messick and Dawes Butler were again cast as the leads in the Yogi Bear show. Messick voiced Boo Boo Bear, as well as Ranger Smith, and provided the narration. Fantastic
1: scheme, always winds up on the beam. Yogi Bear! Keeping a secret from Yogi is like hiding Lake Michigan from a duck. You mean you're gonna dig down and under the ranger station? And come up outside. That's the picture.
0: Donald Earl Messick was born September 7, 1926. He passed in 1997 at the age of 71 in Salinas, California. He was very active as a voice talent from 1941 to 1996. 55 years in this business is a pretty good run. He spent the majority of his VO career voicing characters for Hanna-Barbera animated series. He's probably best remembered by fans as the voice of Dr. Benton Quest on the Johnny Quest animated series and as the lovable Scooby-Doo from Scooby-Doo Where Are You? woo Bam Bam Rubble from the Flintstones, Astro on the Jetsons, Muttley on the Wacky Racers... Boo Boo Bear and Ranger Smith from Yogi Bear, Ratchet from the Transformers, Papa Smurf, and to younger audiences as Hampton J-Pig on Tiny Toon Adventures. Raised by his maternal grandparents in a small town in Baltimore, he received early training as a performer at the Ramsey Street School of Acting. Originally, Don wanted to be a ventriloquist. At 15, Don performed for a program director at radio station WBOC and was hired instantly to do a weekly radio show where he performed character voices and sound effects. Later, he'd be signed by Mutual Broadcasting for a popular radio series, The Raggedy Ann Show. My
1: Raggedy Ann Come out when you can I I must have been picked up and put down a hundred times. What about me, Raggedy Ann? Sometimes when people pick me up, they don't put me down right side oh. up.
0: <laughs> Radio was a proving ground in those days for character voice actors coming up in the 40s and 50s. And many of the great character voice actors honed their skills in this medium, including Don Messick. In the mid 1950s, MGM was producing Droopy cartoons created by the great Tex Avery. Bill Thompson, who originally voiced Droopy, had a prior radio commitment and couldn't continue as the character.
1: You know what? I'm the hero. That's what you think, brother. <laughs>
0: Messick's friend Dawes Butler suggested Messick to replace Thompson as Droopy, as Messick did a fantastic imitation of Thompson as Droopy Dog. A perfect night for a Chinese dinner, son. Yum, yum, dim sum. I was just reading the name of the restaurant, son. Then, in 1957... Dawes Butler and Don Messick were teamed together for the fledgling Hanna-Barbera production on Rough and Ready. These two voice acting masters would be paired together on many early animated Saturday morning cartoon shows from Hanna-Barbera. Some animation purists poo-poo Hanna-Barbera because of their planned animation or limited animation in their Saturday morning shows. Unlike MGM or Warner Brothers theatrical shorts intended for adult audiences in movie theaters, HB shows were produced for Saturday morning children's programming, on a budget. Hence the planned animation, considerably cheaper than full animation. This technique allowed Hanna-Barbera to produce animated series for network television without breaking the bank. But based on imaginative concepts, the caliber of voice talent they employed, and the iconic characters they created, that, by the way, have lasted for generations, even beyond the deaths of those creators, demonstrates the power and likability of those early HB characters. The proof, some 63 years later, is in the pudding. One of Don Messick's best-known roles was as Dr. Benton Quest, the father of 10-year-old Johnny Quest on the Johnny Quest primetime TV series. Messick replaced actor John Stephenson after the first five episodes as Dr. Quest. The producers felt that Stephenson sounded too similar to Mike Rhodes' character of Grace Bannon on the show. John Stephenson as Dr. Quest was good. Corvin has given us all the information he has. We'll feed the facts to Eunice, our unitized neutronic information center. But in my opinion, Don Messick fully realized the character, bringing both warmth, humor, and decency to the role.
1: Professor Gunderson. Six months ago, Gunderson met an untimely death in an airplane accident in India.
0: I've heard over the years that playing Dr. Benton Quest was the character that Don Messick most identified with and was most proud of voicing. Johnny Quest is one of Hanna-Barbera's most ambitious efforts. A primetime animated series. And although it only ran one season on ABC, from 1964 to 1965, it's remembered by industry professionals as a pioneering animated boys action-adventure series. I myself had a pair of Johnny Quest P.F. Flyers that were advertised on the show. From 1957 to 1965, Don Messick and Butler were paired together again and again, and were a staple of Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Messick generally played the sidekick, while Butler voiced the lead characters. Don Messick frequently provided the narrations for these HB shows. Then, in 1964, Don Messick got his chance at the lead character. He voiced Sheriff Bing 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 Ricochet Rabbit, while another voice acting legend, Mel Blank of Warner Brothers fame, voiced his sidekick, Deputy Droopalong.
1: There goes a natural born criminal type if I ever saw one. Me, Sheriff Bing 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 Ricochet Rabbit. Come back here, you masquerading rabbit.
0: And although Ricochet Rabbit lasted only one season, from 1964 to 65, it must have been quite a thrill for Don Messick to voice the lead character at last. A year later... From 1965 to 1966, Don Messick voiced the character of Shag Rug on The Hillbilly Bears. And from 1965 to 1967, Don voiced Precious Pop on the Adam Ant Secret Squirrel Show. Precious Pop! Shortly thereafter, Don Messick would replace Howard Morris as the voice of Adam Ant on the Adam Ant and Secret Squirrel show.
1: Uh Uh-oh, I'm picking up a distress signal on my ant antenna. Devil's Island
0: calling Adam Ant! Down the road, Don would again replace Howard Morris as the voice of Mr. Peebles on the McGillagorilla show. Howard Morris was a fantastic actor, a wonderful character. Known to many fans as Ernest T. Bass of The Andy Griffith Show, Morris had parted ways with Hanna-Barbera, and so the magic of Don Messick stepped in to save the day. Don Messick would provide all manner of sound effects and voices for aliens, villains, creatures, and robots in both Space Ghost and the Herculoids from 1966 to 1969. Two fantastic space-themed boys' action series. These two shows are two of my personal favorites. Great voice casts and fun and exciting premises.
1: Titanor can counter any of Space Ghost's forces. Good. I will issue the challenge.
0: Then, in 1969, Don Messick was cast as one of Hanna-Barbera's most iconic characters, Ah, (laughs) Scooby-Doo. The cowardly yet lovable talking Great Dane. In Scooby-Doo, where are you?
1: Yeah, right. All (laughs) clear. What's going, Rocky? My (laughs) old.
0: The show premiered on September 13, 1969, on the CBS Network. Don Messick would continue voicing Scooby-Doo for 30-plus years, including taking over for Lenny Weinrib as the voice of A Pup Named Scrappy-Doo.
1: Then why didn't we go hunt down that real-life Viking you talked about? Hey, take your paws off me, you big goons, you! Is this superhero? Sarge? No. Rosemary, the telephone operator? No. Henry, the mild-mannered janitor? Could be. Hong Kong Phooey.
0: On the Hanna-Barbera series, Hong Kong Fui, premiering in 1974 and running to 1976, Don voiced the cat, Spot on the show. Spot, as a rule of thumb, thwarted the evil schemes of the show's villains, while letting the credit go to the show's hero, Hong Kong Fui, voiced by the great character actor Scatman Crothers. The popularity of the Yogi Bear show a decade earlier led to multiple iterations of the Yogi Bear characters, featuring Don Messick as Boo-Boo Bear and Ranger Smith from the 1970s to 1994. Yogi, the ranger isn't gonna like it. Hi, Boo-Boo! All right, Yogi, put the picnic basket down. No less than four separate shows were spun off. Yogi's Gang, Laugh Olympics... Yogi's Treasure Hunt, and the New Yogi Bear Show. Just
1: to the and the average bear. From 1981 to
0: 1989, Don would voice the character of Papa Smurf, a character near and dear to Don's heart. In the animated series, The Smurfs.
1: Element number 15: Add six drops of lemon and stir.
0: And in 1985, Don Messick returned as the voice of Astro the Dog on the new episodes of The Jetsons, as well as other additional peripheral characters.
1: Woof, 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 woof. I yeah, I
0: Don would also play several character voices on Hasbro's Transformers animated series. He played the Autobot Dr. Ratchet, responsible for maintaining the well-being of the Autobots. He also voiced Gears and Construction Scavenger in the G1 series.
1: (laughs) I wonder if batteries are included. (laughs) And doctor's orders are to stay off your feet.
0: In 1984, Don voiced Wally Wooster in the live-action sitcom The Duck Factory with Jim Carrey. Before Jim Carrey was the Jim Carrey we all know and love.
1: What's the matter, Walt? I just got back from the doctor. He says, no more women. You just cut down? Nope, that's it. Cold turkey. From now on, it's men only. (laughs) What? Oh, I see. You thought... No, 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 it's my throat, Doctor. He says I'm straining as doing women's voices.
0: Ah. The series lasted one season, but it had to be an incredible thrill for Don to be on camera even briefly. From 1986 to 1987, Don would reprise his role as Dr. Benton Quest on the new adventures of Johnny Quest then again voicing the good doctor in the animated film Johnny Quest vs. the Cyber Insects in 1995.
1: Good work, Johnny. We have to neutralize Zim's army of
0: mutants. Both subsequent series and animated features were a pale comparison to the original 1964 series, in my humble opinion. In 1995, Don Messick would do a parody of his classic Dr. Quest voice on Precazoid in the episode Toby Danger, Doomsday Bet. In 1977, Don voiced Balin and the Lord of the Eagles and several other characters in the animated feature film The Hobbit from producer Rankin Bass, based on the film's success... A year later, Don would be booked again to voice the characters in another animated feature film, The Lord of the Rings from producer Ralph Bashi, based on the best-selling high-adventure books by author J.R.R. Tolkien. Then, in 1980, Don was cast as Theoden in the Rankin-Bass Final Tolkien Rings trilogy, The Return of the King, an animated musical television film. It aired on Sunday, May 11, 1980. In 1982, the animated film The Last Unicorn was released from director Jules Bass and Arthur Rankin. The voice cast included a huge group of celebrities, including Mia Farrow, Jeff Bridges, Robert Klein, and many, many other celebrities. Don Messick was also a part of the cast. He would voice the cat. Don had spent his whole life in the entertainment world. Early on, he wanted to be a ventriloquist, like Charlie McCarthy or Edgar Bergen. Well, I started as a ventriloquist, so you see, that's uh, how that all came about.
1: Uh, learning to talk without too much action.
0: And uh, let's have the microphone talk. Hello?
1: Hello? 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 <laughs>
0: he also had aspirations of being a radio station announcer and he nearly succeeded many times but as fate would have it Don ended up with a very lengthy career as a character voice actor in animated series and features. Thank goodness he did. His prolific and varied career is an inspiration to all VO actors across the globe including me Nearing the end of his career, Don would voice Hampton J. Pig on the new Tiny Toon Adventures. He continued voicing the character of the pig until he retired in 1996. In late September of 1996, Don Messick suffered a stroke during a recording session at Hanna-Barbera. On October 12, 1996, Don had a wonderful retirement party at his favorite Chinese restaurant. Don and his wife were chauffeured in a limo sent by Joseph Barbera. The list of friends and voice acting colleagues in attendance was quite incredible. Casey Kasem, June Foray, Henry Corton, Maurice LaMarche, Walker Edmonston, Marvin Kaplan, Gary Owens... ...Howard Morris, and Dawes Butler's widow, Miritus Martin Butler. Don Messick suffered a second stroke and died on October 24th, 1997. He was cremated as per his wishes, and his ashes were scattered into the Pacific Ocean near the Point Lobos State Preserve. Don Earl Messick was an amazing voice actor... He had a long and remarkable acting career. He married the love of his life, Laura Ethel Messick, and raised two children, Timothy and Laura. I would like to say to Don Messick, thank you, my friend. You were exceptional, both as a voice actor and as a human being. Rest well, sir. Rest well. We've done our very best to cover as much of Don's voiceover career as possible in the limited time constraints of our podcast. It's simply impossible to cover every project he voiced, but we've done our best and we hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Don Messick is a personal hero, as I have said earlier, and it was a pleasure to be able to kind of do his... Uh, retrospective in his voice, at least to the best of my abilities. Thanks, Rick. That was a really great tribute to an amazing talent. Yeah. As we're going through it, I'm thinking, man, so many of these uh, things that he was involved with are some of my favorite cartoons growing up. I mean, mm-hmm. Johnny Quest, Scooby-Doo, yep. yep. Adam Ant, and uh, Yogi Bear, and there's so many more. I know we left some things out. Yeah. we got a limited time on our podcast here, but he had a huge body of work. Yeah, absolutely. What a talent. Ginormous body of work. Well, thanks, everybody, for checking out the uh, show today. It was my pleasure to be able to bring that to you. Um, And also, check out Season 2, Episode 4, coming soon when we talk to Townsend Coleman, the original voice of Michelangelo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtle power. Cowabunga! He was awesome. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.
1: Talking Voiceovers is available at Apple Podcasts, Google, Podcast One, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hit like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Before you book your next voiceover demo, check out primodemos.com. You'll hear the difference.
0: Thanks for listening to Talkin' Voiceovers with Rick Sellers and Wes McCraw. Find us on Facebook, or on the web at primodemos.com.